0: Favorite part of your show of the show today, Stu? Your favorite part? Um, probably this part. Really? Yeah, probably the intro to the podcast. Wow, I just think you know it's just an
1: incredible. Uh, uh, here, I here collection. I told you why Taylor Swift was wrecking your football. You did. I took care of that. And you we nailed had that. Chip Roy on, which was. Ooh, he's always really good. Always really good. Talking about Kevin McCarthy and what's going to happen there, what the plan is. Uh, We had that going
0: for us. How about the accusations against Trevor Bauer? Uh, We played the video, his answer to that. That's
1: riveting, actually. Yeah, Yeah. and then we took you through why the Republicans are the problem. Um, But this is your favorite part, huh? Yeah, I love this. Look at this. I mean, we just covered all those topics in much less time. Wait, let me give you something else that I think you're going to love even more. This message from Relief Factor oh, our sponsor. Yes, yeah. Yes, yeah. We're here, I knew it.
2: We're finally Yeah. Oh, How badly
1: do you want it? <laughs> uh, when you try to explain what it's like to live with pain with somebody who doesn't live with pain, it, you know, it's uh, it's a little frustrating. Listen, I've lived I've lived it. I have had pain that I could just just changed everything about me. If you've been dealing with pain in your life, you feel like you've tried everything, maybe, maybe you just give Relief Factor a try. If it works for you, you get your life back. The three-week quick start, 1995, a trial pack, not a drug, developed by doctors. Hundreds of thousands of people, over a million now I think, have ordered Relief Factor and about 70% of them go on to order more. ReliefFactor.com, that's ReliefFactor.com, 800, the number 4 relief, 800, the number 4 relief, ReliefFactor.com. Two. The best of the Glenn Beck program. Stu, I have done my homework for you. For you have. You, what is your problem with Taylor Swift? What is your problem? Well, I mean, number 1, she looks like she's mostly feline. Yeah. All right, I get mm-hmm. it. I get it. I get it. But sure. you say that you had that one area of your life. Yes. One area. Mm-hmm. That's all you had you had one area. That's all you you oh, would have I... been happy. I just want to watch sports. I Leave just want me to alone. watch football. Leave me alone. And you've been wondering why, why has she been inflicted now on your one last place? Yes. Thank you. You ready? Yes. Okay. What is Taylor Swift's most popular song? Um, yeah, I know. It's hard to pick. she has got yeah. a lot of hits. It's got a lot of uh, hits. She really does. I know all of them. But uh, uh, I could name stop up to one. Stop pretending. Shake what it is off? It? No. Okay. All Too Well. That's according to Rolling Stone. All Too Well. I
0: can't e- I honestly. I love that song, right? Not,
1: you love it. Don't know that you I've ever heard it. it in my entire life. All Too Well, according mm-hmm. to Rolling Stone. She recently re- uh, released a 10-minute version of that song. Oh, only 10. I couldn't get enough of it. All okay? Too I Well. I was hoping for a 12 or 15-minute version. Yeah. Uh, but its actual length, now this is where it gets important. The actual length is 10 minutes and 13 seconds. 1013. What does that make you think of? Uh huh. October 13th. Exactly. I didn't say October that. October 13th. You were thinking it. What day of the year is that? The 286th day of the year. Now, you see where I'm going. No. What. What happened in the year two eighty six? Two eighty six. The Roman I, Empire split into Eastern and Western Empires. I know you've been thinking about that because you're always thinking about the Roman Empire. I really don't. So when you heard two eighty six, you're like, "Oh my gosh, she's talking Roman Empire." That's that's the year they split up, right? Yes. Well, she she yes. wasn't talking two eighty six. You actually brought it from. I am 10, trying to help to, you, Stu. Uh, no, I, I know. am okay, trying I'm sorry. to help I, I'm you. I'm sorry. Okay, this time when we think about the Roman Empire, it gives us a clue as to why Taylor Swift is suddenly making your life miserable. The Roman Empire. Roman Empire. <laughs> what is the capital of Italy? Well, you just R- said Rome. Rome. A, you know, yeah, you know, it's Rome. We're pretty aware okay? of what the capital of yeah, idiot is. Yeah, capital of idiot. Uh, now, stay with right. me. <laughs> stay with me here. Yeah. Let's go back to Taylor Swift's song, All Too Well. That was a I song. Can't, on, I don't That was I don't a know. song on. I am trying. You I, are. No, you're I put to help. A, lot you're to help. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of work into this. A lot. You know, I could tell. Some would say too much work. I, I can tell. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. So let's go back to her song, All Too Well. It was a song on which album? The name of it was... The Red. Red. The Red album. It was Red. Okay. The Red album. That was an album called Red. Oh, it was called Red. What's Red in Italian? I I don't know. I don't speak Italian. Rosso. Rosso. R-O-S-S-O. Okay. Now think about that. (laughs) I'm trying. Let's rearrange the letters (laughs) in Rosso. What do we get? Soros.
0: Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. It comes together there at the end. Oh, my God. Bam.
1: Bam. George Soros is using Taylor Swift to make your life miserable. I should have known. Yeah, especially you being such a Jew hater. (laughs) Good God. (laughs) I absolutely have not. Uh, Well, that's, I Mm -hmm. mean, you're the one who went, oh, that makes sense now. Uh-huh. I, that's, that's another that we're gonna save that one for another day, Stu. Yeah, I just wanted to please let's just
0: wanted to, let's move on to anything else
1: <laughs> in the world. So there you go. There you go. Wow, you did nail that. Thank one, you. Thank you very you much. Go. Uh you're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. Now uh <laughs> You know, I know I'm a conspiracy theorist. No. Okay? No. Yeah. I've heard that. i have read it? I've read that you? a few places. Yes. Yes. Surprising. That it, everything I'm talking about is a conspiracy. Mm-hmm. And it's a theory. Now, I've told you in my latest book, Dark Future, all about how you're not really going to be going places anymore. Sure, we'll have private airports for those people who are, you know, above the little people uh and uh we're not gonna really we're not gonna be traveling as much you know you're it, uh, can you stay at home for your vacation? There's no reason to go any place nice any place different you know maybe get into your electric car no longer no more than three hundred miles plus the fifteen minute cities so you're not be you're not gonna be traveling a lot. that's crazy A recent poll. A survey conducted by the research firm, the Consumer Science and Analytics Institute, took a, uh, a poll of French citizens. When the French were asked whether they would back limiting. Now, who's even thinking about running this poll? When they asked the French citizens whether they would back limiting each individual to four flights over their entire lifetime, 41 said, yeah, it'll help the planet. 41%. 41%. 41% said, yeah, it'll help the planet. Well, even if it did help
0: the planet, they're mm-hmm. saying that not only would it help the planet, but yes, they would approve the ban? Like yeah, they would, they'd approve the ban. The they okay.
1: stated they would approve the ban. Oh of God. those surveyed between the ages of 18 and 24, 59%. Supported the proposal. we are so screwed. Uh, this generation has been so indoctrinated
0: with especially environmentalism in particular that we the, mm-hmm. not, they don't even mm-hmm. think mm-hmm. to themselves. We mm-hmm. can achieve these things without hurting the earth.
1: They just mm-hmm. think we just need to stop doing just stop doing it. Stop things doing it. 64% stated they'd be willing to reduce their air travel over the medium term due to environmental concerns. So, I would not. In fact, if I could fly more, particularly if I could find a way to fly privately, mm-hmm. I would do it all the time. Can you tell me in the air, you know, air made up of all kinds of different particles, right? Okay. Can you tell me what the number, what the percentage is in all of the air that we breathe? What is the percentage? of carbon dioxide about in the atmosphere in the part, atmosphere um it's it's very small it's 0.03 it's
0: what it's what I'm zero sorry. point zero
1: three percent po- something like that i'm sorry it sounded like you said point <laughs> yes <laughs> zero zero three percent I was going to say 0.03%, zero, zero, but three. I, I, I think it's 0.06%, but I could be wrong. You could, you okay. could be right on that. It's something like uh, that. It's very small. Very, very small. And very
0: small. It's important to also note that we're only, I don't know, a fifth of that responsible for it. Like, mm-hmm. we're not even responsible for what all if, of it. What? We're responsible for a slice, a small slice what of is, that 0.06% what or whatever about? it is. What Huh. It's very small. Very small. Very small. And then, of yeah, course, America
1: is a, is a right. smaller slice than even that. So it's weird. It is weird that if we stop flying airplanes, we'll save the Earth when what we're doing right now is 0.06. Let's just, let's just give it a full 0.1%. Wow. Okay. You're overstating yeah, it quite a point bit. I'm overstating <laughs> it a lot. Point one percent. Wow, that is an am- that's an amazing, naturally occurring uh phenomena, isn't it? It, I it mean, is. It's weird. It is. Yeah, the delicate, delicate balance.
0: Now, I mean, it, you know, look, that doesn't necessarily mean that uh none of the I mean like if you if you're that uh coke zero you have over there is 0.06 cyanide it would still be pretty bad right yes uh, so it's possible i mean the but dose is not, the poison is it? it's, it's not no no it's, no, it's no. not it's yeah. not it's so. delicious is what it All is right. okay. uh, but it, it's one of those things where I, I don't even think most environmental activists have any idea about the facts of this matter right like they don't know like they, they if you were to ask them they would say i don't know 80 percent and it's all oh, yeah. human, right? Like, oh, yeah, I think yeah, that's yeah. probably what yeah. they would
1: say. Yeah. I'd like you to get into those numbers for me tomorrow, would you? Sure. Yeah. Just, yeah. I'd like you to break that down for me. It's, yes, okay. I can look. Yes. Uh, yeah. You'd you enjoy have... that, wouldn't you? I would. That's yeah. the
0: type of thing, sadly, yeah. I do enjoy. Not watching Taylor Swift. <laughs> no. But I like looking at spreadsheets. Well, George about...
1: Soros knew that about you. I know. And uh, mm-hmm. just saying, once again, the Glenn Beck program targeted by George Soros just happened so many times so before, many times and it will continue to happen so in the future so many times all right I've got something a little curious but cut one please I just have to know Stu one thing
2: if you do not thrive <laughs> to be the best if you do not push yourself to be the greatest you will accomplish nothing. nothing how badly do you want it
1: ask yourself Stu. how
2: badly do you
1: want it how badly do you want this little tip from me in 60 seconds say it how badly do you want it uh, so su- well, you would uh, sub moderate you would suck at a tony robbins uh, yeah no i'm not you, know, you wouldn't you just you'd stand there and go yeah i'm not walking on the fire okay all right So, FEMA, and I'm doing this as a public service, FEMA, in coordination with the Federal Communications Commission, the FCC, will be conducting a nationwide test of the Emergency Alert System, the EAS, and the Wireless Emergency Alerts, the WEA. Now, when you think wireless... I think of my grandparents. Turn on the wireless. That's what they used to call radios. But no, that's what the federal government now calls your cell phone, the wireless. The WEA portion of the test is going to be directed at all consumer cell phones tomorrow. The text message will display in either English or in Spanish, depending on the language settings of the wireless, quote, handset. Okay, I just I just would like to just point out no one should be in charge of our emergency alert system that calls your cell phone a handset or a wireless. It uh, the EAS portion of the test is going to be sent to radios and televisions. Now, we used to have the EBS, the emergency broadcast system. What you're about to hear is only a test. Don't freak out. Well, freak out a little bit, and I'll tell you after the tone goes off if you should freak out a lot or not. We used to have that, and then we'd run a tone. Well, back in the Obama days, they took that away. And now it is initiated from the White House. Uh, The White House has its own switch that can take over all radio and television for the EBS. So the president could address you immediately. Look, I have to stop all other communications to communicate to you and tell you the absolute God's honest truth of what's happening. Wow, I feel better. So tomorrow they're conducting this test. Now, this will be the second test that they've done to all cellular devices. They did one when it first was plugged in. They were like, We're just going to do a test. Don't freak out, America. And they did a test. And it's been like twelve years, fifteen years since we've had a test. Now, for some reason, somebody's like, I wonder if this thing still works. I'm blowing the dust off it. Uh it, does it work? Hello, testing one, two, one, two. I don't know. I don't know. So they're just testing it tomorrow, and it's perfectly normal. It just hasn't been done in twelve years. Oh, good. Well, it's always it's always good to keep
0: on top of things. Mm-hmm,
1: you mm-hmm, know, like mm-hmm. you're
0: supposed to test your fire alarms every yeah, once in a while. I feel while. good about it. I feel good about Maybe, it. Maybe, you know what? Mm-hmm. Maybe it started doing that chirp thing. Yeah. Like in the middle of the night like, they were asleep. Do we, to, do we have to put the battery in? What is Beep. it? Yeah. And then they were walking around like, I don't know, the Pentagon or something, mm-hmm. like looking for the one little chirp yeah, somewhere that could What is that? that, what, find is it.
1: that?
0: <laughs> what is it that? It took probably mm-hmm. six years. A big and building. they hit it with a
1: broomstick? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's probably what happened. Um... Now, in completely, by the way, that happens tomorrow at 2.20. So if you get a test, you will have to realize it's only a test. In completely unrelated news, as I told you yesterday, the former Soviet Union is also running a test, and they're running it today. Their test is of the emergency, holy crap, get out of your house, only a third of Russia is going to survive nuclear blast test. And they're doing that today nationwide. So I feel good. Mm. I feel good. Uh, The reason why we have the EBS test or the uh, EAS test or the wireless test the reason why we have it, it was established, oh, my gosh, in the, oh, wow, this what a coincidence this is. It was established in the Cold War when we realized, hey, we could all be dead in 18 minutes. So let's do a minute-long tone and then come out and say, hey, by the way, we're going to give you some information here, and we're going to spend about five minutes maybe telling you all the news at the end of it, because, well, we we debated whether this or not was real. You got about three minutes to get your crap together and get on out. So, that makes me feel better. Mm. makes me feel better. Mm-hmm. Makes me want, not want to carry a phone ever, because I think I'd rather just... You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's kind of like the asteroid. At this point, I'm kind of rooting for the missile. Just
0: mm-hmm. a... Yeah. I mean... It- wait you're rooting for the missile or the asteroid well really pretty much
1: just either death. one whatever
0: <laughs> just sudden instant- i would
1: like to be one of those people that have the shadow burned on the sidewalk so they could always go that fat one there that's glenn <laughs> that was glenn Isn't that amazing In memoriam In- yes. yeah be great this is the best of the glenn beck program and we really want to thank you for listening If you do not have Dark Future yet, you need to read it. We can solve problems if we understand what's coming our way, and it's coming our way quickly. I've been talking to you about AI and also deep fakes for a while now. I've been telling you for, I don't even know, 10 years, look out. When this time comes, you won't be able to believe your eyes. Uh, Tom Hanks has just come out yesterday or the day before, saying that there is an AI version of him promoting some dental plan. And he said, that's not me. They didn't, they, they didn't ask me to use my likeness or anything, but it is an AI, Tom Hanks, saying, hey, this dental plan is great. I'm Tom Hanks. Take my word for it. Wow. And he had nothing to do with it. it was he had just nothing to do AI. with All AI. All AI. When that happens, when that happens in a scandal – If that happens when uh, you see something that Putin said about we're going to launch the missiles or or Biden say we're going to do something crazy, you you, you don't have time. It might not be real. And what percentage of people would accept
0: if they saw a clip of Joe Biden or Donald Trump saying something that was totally fake? I mean, a good
1: percentage of the opponents would just believe it, right? Here's where we are. We are at the glove. If the glove doesn't fit, you must acquit. We're at that point with AI. Hmm. What do you mean? The genetic code, we we knew we could take DNA samples and narrow it down, right? Mm -hmm. And in the O.J. Simpson trial, they said it's like 20 people... Maybe in the entire world would have this DNA code that we could mistake it for right. one of 24 maximum. The science said pretty clearly he was guilty. correct, but nobody knew what DNA was. Mm-hmm. Nobody knew right, right. What, what, that, what that meant. Now we're at the same place to where some people will never believe something that's real and always believe things that are fake. Right. Like people, ha- they're not at that point where you're
0: being where they able know. to separate Correct. truth from fiction in that realm. And, and some of it is so hard to tell by the naked eye. But at this point, we still sort of have institutions, I
1: think, holding that line, right? Where, do we, I don't know. Like, do I we, think we, like if we, the laptop like the, isn't real, it's Russian just dis- disinformation. When it comes to mm-hmm. politics, I don't think there, there is. Yeah, if it's no, political, right if that. it's a dental thing. Yes. Yes. That's still there. But if it's a political thing, I don't think you can trust them.
0: Okay, wouldn't you – like, let's just say, you know, a, a fake video came out of Donald Trump, I, I don't know, blurting out the N-word. hmm Like, I would say most of the liberal commentators and many of the journalists would, would either say it was true, for sure. And immediately, that would 100% be the reaction. Immediately. But once it was discovered, it was false. I think many of them would still kind of stick to it. I think they would stick to it and saying, well, that's the way he would act. Or just, just say, caught him. I, you know, the, the media is, you know, what you're hearing is, you know, who knows? Yeah. They're, they're probably trying to cover for Trump
1: or whatever. Some way to make it seem like, yeah, keep your eye, keep your mind open. Maybe it is true. This is why the truth matters in all of our life. First of all. Who is somebody you look up to? Try to imagine that person, somebody that you think. That's a person I can trust. How many people can you come up with? Okay, that's a problem. How many heroes do you have from the past that you go? I'm comfortable with the history. I understand it. I understand the good side, the bad side. Nobody could take that apart on me. I'm that confident I know who this person is. You are probably that person to somebody else, whether that's your kid, your wife, your husband, a friend. You are probably that person. And you just thought of how many people you can trust. When that person goes down, you have done great grave damage. Grave damage. Because you've taken a little bit of hope in people away. Please, please clean up your life. Tell the truth. Just tell the truth all times. Tell the truth. I've said I've said to you for years, people are not going to know what the truth is. Well, people I was wrong. I'm right that people don't know what the truth is. What I was what I missed was. The whole society is telling you the truth doesn't matter. And it does matter. Let me give you an example. Biden administration secretly worried about corruption in Ukraine. This today. President Joe Biden's administration reportedly secretly worried about corruption in Ukraine despite putting on a brave face for the public over the situation. Politico attained a confidential U.S. strategy document in which U.S. officials discussing objectives that they had for helping Ukraine. Root out malfeasance and otherwise reform an array of Ukrainian sectors. The document warns that corruption in the country could cause nations to pull their support from the country as it battles the Russian military. The report said the administration wants to press Ukraine to cut graft, not least because U.S. dollars are at stake administration is reportedly concerned about being too loud about pressuring ukraine to tackle its corruption because they are worried republicans will use the issue to cut back spending use the issue they want they would use the issue no no the president should be concerned about your hard earned money everything everything That you have made your entire life or will make your entire life. Every penny that you have put into social security and your taxes. Every penny. Will not make a dent in one day of funding. To the Ukrainian people. You've worked your whole life for that. And they're just going to blow it. How dare you? How dare you do that? Are you more worried about your image? Are you more and I say this to Republicans and Democrats alike, are you more concerned about you, your special interests, or what you think is important? When your constituents say no, And if you're going to do it, can you at least do it responsibly? Don't you have, even if you say, you know what, I'm sorry, this is a representative republic, so I am your representative. I happen to know, you hired me to make the decisions for you and be informed and reflect you, but you're wrong on this. We have to do this. Even if you believe that, Don't they then have a responsibility to you to do it effectively and without corruption? No, they don't take that seriously. What they take seriously is the way it can politically backfire on them. That's grotesque. Absolutely grotesque. So now we know That Joe Biden said he went and fixed corruption over there. That he finally got the bad guy out. When we've been saying this is the most corrupt place ever. He's so concerned about corruption that during a war when the Ukrainians are dying. He's worried that their politicians are so corrupt they'll take the money that should go to help them fight to keep their own country, they'll take it and waste it. They'll take it and they'll keep it for themselves. Wow, and you'd send your son over there to do business with the guy you know is one of the most ruthless oligarchs over there? If my son was over there, first of all, he wouldn't be. But if my son was over there and I knew he was with an oligarch who literally beheads people, I would say, son, no, you don't don't work for him. No, do not. You didn't take a job over there someplace. Do not work with that man. That's the least I would say to him. See, here's here's the thing. They say they care about democracy. They don't. They care about controlling the votes. That's why nobody fixes the machines. Nobody looked into the last election. Nobody, 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 nobody will actually pass anything, even though we all all of us, all of us, without getting political about last election or the next election, just the election process process. Do you only want people who are qualified to vote legally be able to access the vote easily? Do you want every legitimate vote counted in a trustworthy situation? I can't imagine that there's a a liberal or a conservative, an independent that would say, No to that. You know who does? Politicians who know how to work the system for themselves. See, a democracy a democracy is one man one vote. We don't have that. We don't have that. Because the system is corrupt. But our founders were smart enough to know that it also doesn't work. Because when the politician figures out they can just give people money and that will make them vote for it, then that politician is forever powerful. That's why we're supposed to have a representative government, a republic, so people can represent us and say, no, you're being used over here. No, I'm sorry, that politician, no matter how much he gives you, should be stopped. We have such an important job to do. And this is not the time for sunshine patriots. This is the time and you were born for it. I hate to point it out, but you were born for it. You're ready for it. If you're not, you should prepare. If you know our history, you know our constitution, then have you thought about running for a position? I know that sucks. But have you thought about, there are so many races now that, uh, Stu, give me the, just give me the Senate list of the people that we, we, we have to have people running against. I mean, a couple of names would be Roger Wicker in Mississippi and
0: Kevin Kramer in North Dakota, both with very mediocre conservative uh, voting records, um, both up uh, for election in 2024 there's no reason these people should not be primaried. You, you're going to win the state if you win the primary. It's one of those type of situations. You don't have to worry about losing it. It's like not. It's not like Maine. You're going against Susan Collins, and your your primary winner might lose the general. You're not going to lose either of those elections. Mitt Romney was
1: the was the number one target on this list. Luckily, he's retiring. Well, it'll be his son if somebody doesn't get in. It'll be his son that runs. Please you keep and saying that. Please stop saying it. I'm, I'm telling you, Please. I think that's what will happen. You do not. Anyway, um, you need to get involved. You need to stand up and you need to say to the people right now in Washington who did this 45 day extension of the CR. So what are you doing today? What are you doing today? Bitching about it. What is Kevin McCarthy doing today? Is he actually moving forward on any of these things where we're supposed to have passed in 45 days? If not, why the hell not? The best of the Glenn Beck program. Glenn, how are you, sir? Well, probably about as good as you are. (laughs) What are we to make, first of all? uh, What the hell happened?
2: (laughs) Well, first of all, I am good because... I have faith in my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and we're all on this <laughs> planet for a brief spell. Yes. Okay?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Second of all, um, this too shall pass. This country has gone through a lot. We've got to figure out what to do now to change its course. You and I have talked about it repeatedly on this show with your listeners. We are going to have a vote today uh, led by, obviously, it's not just Matt Gates. Let's be clear. There's at least six or seven, maybe eight guys uh, who reflect the frustration of the American people. Who believe the status quo is unacceptable and i 100 percent agree with them we have a tactical difference on timing i don't believe that you yank the coach at the beginning of the fourth quarter you play the coach through the fourth quarter and to me that's sometime through into december when we continue the play that we're trying to do on the ukraine issue and on the spending and the appropriations bills that we all ask to get done yes by september 30th but in truth that's only happened four times in 50 years in my lifetime I want to play this out. That being said, let me just tell you, if you'll indulge me for one minute, maybe two. This is the speech that I read to the Republican conference this morning. I said that no matter what happens with the speaker at the moment, if nothing changes, we will be campaigning on March 31st with a leading candidate who has a number of variables, just to put it mildly. We will be campaigning on March 31st with the following. An extension of the debt ceiling until January 25 of $4 trillion, done with Democrats. A Ukraine funding of an additional X billion dollars, because that's what the Republican establishment wants, unless we fight it. Probably well over $50 billion, Glenn, if we don't fight it. Unoffset, unpaid for. $16 billion of disaster package that was just passed on a CR, not paid for. Even if we do the appropriations bills, go to conference, and in the 50-50 chance we don't get jammed and rolled with an omnibus bill... Maybe we get the 1% cut to spending that the debt deal got done. Maybe. But we blow past it with $100 billion of supplemental spending. The Inflation Reduction Act remains fully intact. The IRS remained 80% expanded and intact. We will likely not have impeached orcas. It's 50-50 at best that we will impeach Biden, depending on what happens with the evidence. We will not have full COVID reckoning. We will not have passed a 10-year balanced budget. The DOD will likely still be woke and no accountability for Afghanistan. The DOJ will likely still be weaponized. And importantly, the Senate will try to confuse everybody with a shiny object, crappy border security package, link that to Ukraine and say, we did it. We secured the border and we will get 50 billion or 80 billion of Ukraine funding because we secured the border and it'll be garbage. The only thing standing in the way of that being the truth and us changing it is a small group of us willing to try to fight. I will not throw my friends under the bus who want to call the question. I will, I will stick with my tactical position that I'm not going to currently today agree. I will vote to table the motion because I would give a month to go figure this out, heading to Thanksgiving because we've been talking through these things, but we're going to proceed either way. Glenn, We're going to lock arms and figure out how to fight and change this, because what the list I just read to you is unacceptable.
1: Okay, so here's what's going to happen. He won't uh, be removed today, uh, and uh, nothing will happen in the next 45 days. And then, uh, coincidentally, I don't know if you've done the math, but 45 days brings us right up to the holidays. Uh, so we're right there at Thanksgiving and Christmas, where everything always goes and is buried by Congress at that time. So uh, you know, if if you don't get it done this next time in 45 days, it doesn't happen, and then you're going to have to replace them. And here's my question: With whom? What is the game plan? Who Who is it that you are going to, not you, but the, 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 the good guys that are standing up, who is it that they're going to get? Because there are people now afraid we could get a Democrat
2: in there. Well, that, of course, was the argument last January. Um, I, again, do not support the tactic for the reason you just described, because I believe We need to force the conference to a reckoning because let's be honest, the speaker reflects the conference. When I read the thing I just read to you this morning in the Republican conference meeting, crickets, crickets, the vast majority of Republicans are totally fine with increasing spending, kicking the can down the road saying, Oh, the next president will save us. Oh, we need to win the Senate. Oh, we need a bigger majority. Look, I understand the difficulty of the moment. So do you, Glenn. Neither you nor I expect us to get every single thing we want in this divided government. But at some point, you have to pick a major fight and mean it. Democrats do that all the time. All the time. When are we going to pick a major fight and mean it? If we're going to throw down on the border, and that means accepting some Ukraine spending, I would prefer not to, then let's pick that fight. If we need to kill all dollars to Ukraine, And that means we're not going to address the border fast enough. Okay, let's pick that fight. I can't get a a clear signal from our leadership as to what path we are going to choose to go win these fights. So to answer your question... I do. I look, I'm staying focused on the policy as we speak this morning. I'm having conversations with senators, people here trying to figure out how to make sure we define the border security the way it needs to be defined. Had meetings this morning on what we can do to constrain Ukraine spending and make the case for why that's not in our best case. International interest. Make the case for why we need to constrain spending in the appropriations package. I was on the rules committee last night holding the line. A lot of good things have occurred this year. The border bill is phenomenal, right? Right. The, the bill we put together for Limit, Save, Grow was phenomenal until it got abandoned. The National Defense Authorization Act is conservative. The DOD appropriations bill is pretty strong. But all of that goes out the window if you don't finish the job. So my position is finish the job and we hold accountable. So, but if they end up vacating today, well, we're going to have to go find a speaker.
1: So tell me what the speaker's plan is. I mean... You know, he says, "Well, forty-five days, and then we're going to pass all these things." That's such bullcrap. I mean, I wanted him to prove prove me wrong, but I don't believe it. it. We're going to come down to the end of the forty-five days, and they're going to, oh, Republicans want to shut down the Congress and the government, and they're going to fold again.
2: What's his plan? That is my problem, Glenn, and this is what I raised at the conference this morning. And that is the question I continue to force at this point. My tactical choice would be to do what I was doing yesterday and the day before and and last week after the Saturday decision on the 45 day CR, which is sit down and say, Mr. Speaker, we have got to get this done before Thanksgiving. They, the Democrats, want Ukraine funding more than anything in the world. And we Republicans want border security and we want to hold down spending at a bare minimum. So what are we going to do to make that happen? He seems to have bet his speakership, if he even survives this week, on accomplishing that objective, holding Ukraine to some level that matches the conference's perspective, spread out over time, with border security attached, and use the appropriations process. Let me let me give you another example, without giving away individual names of it at a private meeting. An individual who is very conservative slash more populist libertarian, made an impassioned speech for why our uh, processes and openness is a massive change compared to Boehner and Paul Ryan. But the American people don't care about that, right? I mean, they might care a little, but they want results. But this is moving the Titanic around. We are, with the reason you all know a lot of what's happening is because we've opened it up. We've exposed it. We're telling you in real time. We're forcing votes. We're having amendments. But we're not getting the the results we want because our conference, frankly, isn't strongly conservative enough and the Senate sucks. So we're trying to manage through that process and get to a result where we actually cut spending, actually hold the supplementals, actually reduce or restrict, constrain Ukraine, actually secure the border. I haven't given up on that, even though you and I are both as cynical and frustrated as you would expect at this moment.
1: So. Chip, I, first of all, I don't want you to feel my frustration is pointed to you at all because I, I prayed for you this weekend thinking he has got to be just beside himself because um, I know how hard you're working on this. Do you have you been struggling at all with am I being duped? Am I being duped? Am I being am, I mean, because I know I would if I were you, I would probably do exactly what you're doing now because it seems reasonable to me. Um, but I feel like I would be saying, "Yeah, but I, I mean,
2: why should I trust them? So you shouldn't, and I don't. I trust no one for the most part in this town, particularly people who have been here for a long time. We are in the process, in my opinion, of breaking this town and creating coalitions in which we can trust each other. I'm talking right now to my colleagues that I disagree with a little bit on their timing and tactics because I respect what they're trying to do. There are colleagues that I have who don't respect what they're trying to do. They think it's about showboating or grandstanding or fundraising. It's not. Yeah, they might grandstand and they might raise money. That's politics. But at the end of the day, it's because they're tired of watching the same old, same old and the status quo. Again, Glenn, I want to reiterate, and all the listeners out there are going, well, Chip, why won't you join? Well, I might at some point. The issue here is how do we navigate from right now to a place where we can go try to get a victory for the American people? Our country can't wait 16 months for Donald Trump or Ron DeSantis or anyone else to get in and shake things up in the White House without massive damage. So for me, I want to get a victory for the people, not just a political victory. So that list I read, crickets your conference, your Republican conference. I want every listener out there to know while they're moving in the right direction, at the end of the day, their reflex is still to be totally okay with increased spending, totally okay with, well, we might have to deal with the border at some point, totally okay with more money for Ukraine because Putin bad. And so I'm just telling you, you get the speaker that reflects the conference. Some of us are trying to shift that and it doesn't happen as fast as you or I or your listeners would like.
1: Well, it doesn't sound like an extremist uh, to me. It sounds like a constitutionalist uh, and somebody who is trying to think it out. Uh, when you say crickets, I just want to make sure I understand, not because they were shocked by it, like, oh, crap, we're in trouble, but because they, don't, they didn't see a problem with it.
2: Well, I would state it this way. In fact, one member got up to the mic and said, we can't address those things until we have the White House, to which I'd say, poppycock. That's just not true. The, the, there are, we can't do them all. Look, look, Gwen, I mean, I can't possibly say you and I with the 221 majority can kill Ukraine, fully secure the border, no. gut spending the levels that you and I would do it, fire my orcas, you know, impeach Biden. Like, I get it. But can we get one of those damn things? One, <laughs> right? Give me an actual spending cut that I can go be proud of. Don't give me more bull crap supplemental spending. Actually secure the border and don't give me your like, well, it's got to be a bicameral bipartisan bill or we'll never get it through. Got to get a gang of No, kiss my ass. You want Ukraine funding? Then give me the border. Okay, all right. You don't want to cut that deal? Then fine. Zero out Ukraine funding. Like, give me a win that we can go to the American people and said we fought for you and we won. That's what I'm trying to tell the conference. Some are there. I got a whole lot of text messages in that room saying, hey, thank you for saying that. But you know what? That still doesn't get us there because the conference has to be moved. You guys are moving them. Don't give up. Hold the, fi- hold the line. But don't roast everybody in a stupid social media, uh, you know, attack because you don't agree with the tactical play. Right. Chip Roy is a rhino. Fine. Call me a rhino. I don't give a damn. What I'm saying is don't go after Gates for being a showboat and don't go after Chip Roy for being a rhino because we disagree on the tactics. Well, you've got a block of people from the 20 and it's growing who are fed up and that doesn't get you much, but it gets you a lot when you talk about we're building a momentum here. Don't lose faith. Like we're years into this mess in Washington and we don't have the White House and we don't have the Senate and we had 221 in the freaking house. So we're trying to move the needle. I am not going to lay down on this. I'm not going to allow them to train, you know, roll us, roll over us. With yo- Ukraine funding, without getting border security, Ukraine funding has got to be cut. We've got to offset supplementals. These are the fights we need to okay. have right now, and we got to keep fighting.
1: Chip, I'm out of time. I just need a simple answer. How many votes does do they need to oust him today? What's I don't
2: number? 100% no, because I don't know how many Democrats are here, and the denominator okay. matters. Okay. I think you're going to get, I don't know, seven or eight who okay. will be— you know, who will vote no to table, and okay. then we get to the motion to vacate. We may be in a position where we're choosing a new speaker. We'll see what happens in the next three hours. Okay.
1: Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Right. You know, today is a great day to get a warranty. Actually, any day is a great day when you're not worrying about your appliances and home systems. That's what you get with an American Home Shield warranty. All the unexpected breakdowns, like a leaky faucet or faulty water heater they're not going to break the bank because covered repairs and replacements are all taken care of. Having reassurance is something to celebrate. Choose the plan that works for you and your budget. When a covered item in your home breaks, all you do is contact American Home Shield. Their trusted, qualified pros will fix or replace it based on the coverage limits in your agreement. When it comes to protecting your appliances and home systems, don't worry. Be warranty. Go to ahs.com slash Beck and save 20%. That's ahs.com slash Beck and get 20% off any plan.
0: See ahs.com slash contracts for coverage details, including limit amounts, fees, limitations, and exclusions. New Jersey residents, the product being offered is a service contract and is separate and distinct from any product or service warranty which may be provided by the home builder or manufacturer.